0: So that's yours uh, you might want to go turn that off here and, uh, also if you've got a cell phone can you please put that on vibrate uh, put it on vibrate if you've got one of those really loud vibrators you know that's still like distracting maybe you can put it on silent um, also after the program you can go downstairs we have a fellowship hall and there's going to be desserts there um, some veggies and other drinks uh, so please come down afterward so we'll be celebrating a period and we will go down there and the cast will be there too and you can talk with them um, and lastly, um, we have a donation box on, in the foyer as you exit. Um, there's no obligation, but if you would like to um, give something toward the work that has been done here for this Christmas program, the box is there. You can just drop it in into that box on your way out. Well, with that said, I want to say enjoy this telling of the good news of Christmas.
1: You might have heard the lies pushed upon you like it's fact. They look upon the skies and the earth that's on the map. And they say it was comprised by a bunch of random facts. But their theories are the lies and the truth is what they lack. Back before there was a globe or a sphere, before there was a space on the world's atmosphere, before there was an ocean of a place or a pier, it was all spoken into place by the engineer. Be clear, there wasn't any light anywhere. There wasn't any land or any sea for me to share. So with you and me in mind, let there be light, God declared. And when God spoke, there was light everywhere. He separated night so the first day was here. On the second day, he separated heaven so the sky was clear. On the third day, he separated water so the earth would appear. With all its fruits and veggies ready on the frontier. On day four, he set the sun above the shore. And the moon so me and you could be enthralled. He drew the stars in the sky for us all, so we could see the change between the spring and the fall. That wasn't all, there was more. On day five, he caused the creatures of the sea to be alive, put the birds in the air so they could all fly. Day six, saw the creatures of the land according to their own kind. He did this with you and me in mind. Because in that time, he formed man then designed a suitable woman from man's side to provide a helper and partner that man's eyes couldn't find. So created in his image, he created mankind. It was all fine, so on the seventh day, he rested. It was complete. It was total. It was perfection.
2: Perfection. How do you improve upon perfection? You can't, because if you try, you end up moving in the opposite direction. See, that's what happened to Adam and Eve. They wanted more than the perfection they had, so they got deceived. They took their eyes off of him who was their creator, and they believed the lie told to them by the hater. They were living life in intimacy with the one and only God, the Almighty. Everything in that garden was theirs to enjoy. But the deceiver came in with a plan to destroy to destroy that relationship between God and man, to destroy that relationship using man's own hand against him, to test him, to prevent him from unity with him. Deception. It's hard to see when it occurs, because it usually starts near the truth, then works its way backwards. I heard you can't eat anything from these trees. That's what the deceiver said to Adam and Eve. It was how he started his web of lies and got us started on the path to our own demise. He planted in us a seed of rebellion by suggesting that there was more to God's perfection. (laughs) The idea that God was holding out brought in our hearts a seed of doubt. And out of that doubt came the sin of pride. Out of that doubt, forbidden fruit Became pleasing to the eye To know good and evil To know wrong from right To be like God And here we are In our miserable plight So believe in the lie That if we eat this fruit We would not die Made Eve reach up And stand up tall I know better than God Isn't this how we all fall? See only in him can we truly live it doesn't matter how much you give of yourself or how good you try to be. He is life. Only he. So with a bite, we've been disconnected from the light that maintained us, sustained us, and gave us life. And now our eyes are wide open shut as a relationship with he who made us is cut. All they wanted was what they wanted but outside of his will. And so now we're haunted by the curse of our own doing because they refused to see the trouble that was brewing. Their eyes were open and they could blindly see the ugly truth of their reality. And sin opened the door for death to come in as we were cut off from life by simple rebellion. It was a heart of foolish pride that opened up their innocent eyes to see their nakedness and now they run and hide they hide from him who sees all things they hide from him of whom all creation seems they hide from him who holds time in his hands they hide from him who created man and so In foolishness and sin, human life, separated from God, begins and ends. Thanks a lot. Thank you. You guys are too kind. My name is Jerry, and I want to welcome you to the Good News Cafe Open Mic Night. I'm trying to get that feedback taken care of. Um, you guys are in for a treat tonight we have a, a number of talented individuals who are going to be coming up to the stage during the evening uh, with that in mind can we give a round of applause for Kerwin who opened up the night thank you very much Kerwin that was awesome so as I mentioned they'll be coming up throughout the evening and I'm going to ask that when the acts are on stage please give them your attention uh, if you will cell phones off stop pounding on your laptop working on that novel that's never going to happen um, and Give them your attention. They worked hard. In the meantime, once again, thank you for coming out, and welcome to Good News Cafe. Good
3: evening.
4: Can I get you something? Um, no, I'm not really hungry. I'm waiting for somebody. Okay.
0: Can I tempt you with something to drink?
4: Mm, not really thirsty either. Thanks.
0: All right, we'll just let you know.
5: Name your price on that thought, and I'll pay you double.
4: Oh my gosh, I can't
5: believe
4: it. Oh my gosh. Skype and all the computer gadgets in the world can't make up for the real thing.
5: Oh, I'm hideous.
4: No, you look. I mean, you look different. I mean, good, but I don't know. The same, but different.
5: Well, you know, I got a little gray going on up here.
4: Mm (laughs) And I uh,
5: had to give up on my dreams of being Mr. Olympian, but...
4: Yeah, I can kind of see that.
5: (laughs) Well, you're looking beautiful as ever. Mm -hmm. How's that uh, nephew of mine?
4: He's great.
5: Yeah? Can't wait to see him. Me and Deb kind of went a little crazy on the gifts this year. But, I mean, it's our first Christmas with the whole family together. I know. Oh, it's going to be great.
4: I know. And you know what? Thanks so much for taking him the past two winter Mm -hmm. breaks. I mean... He loves it so much. He loves you. I mean, weeks would go by before he'd stop telling me all those Bible stories. I mean, he had them committed so much to heart. He wouldn't leave out a single detail. I mean, I even started to learn them at one point.
5: Oh, wow, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. So has uh, anybody been up yet?
4: Um, yeah, two guys. They were going on, I think, about the beginning of time and then how Eve screwed everything up. You know, blame it on the woman.
5: mm So beautiful on the outside, but yet still so sad on the inside. What? Ah, nothing. You know, one of my friends once told me that I had sad eyes. I really had no idea what she was talking about until just right now.
4: Really? I I don't know why. I mean, life has been really good to me. I mean, I love my job and my home and my car and my independence. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just the holidays, you know? I mean, it's just Christopher and me, and he's the best little boy in the world, don't get me wrong, but I don't know. I guess with all I have, you know, and all that I do, there are times when I feel like something might be missing.
2: Okay, guys, um, coming to the stage, we have one of the cafe's favorites. Her name is Angela. She's going to be doing some dramatic prose. So if you would, just welcome Angela to the stage.
6: I was scared, so I wanted to. Like the instant I took a bite of that succulent fruit, something felt off. Like I did something wrong. But at that point, what was wrong? The serpent told me it was okay. Where did he come (laughs) from? It tasted sweet at first. And then there was this bitter aftertaste. I love him, my Creator. He is good. the works of his hands are magnificent. I mean, look at this place. We have everything we can ever want or need, me and Adam. My man, I love Adam. That's what we together. I'm to be his help, his companion, that we need to make. Why? why what is this feeling? forbidden fruit had consequences. I understood. And now we have to leave this amazing place, our home. And even though the things that he said was the unknown, and known, something else happened too. The Lord spoke to the serpent condemning him. And he said that I looked at Adam to see if he was a and he had this blank look on And I really can't explain why, but my heart kind of skipped a beat. I felt somehow lighter. I I don't know what it means yet, but I think it's good. Um. This seed of this cursed fruit, it was like it gave way to this new seed within me. And God was using me, this fallen woman, for the future. I hid it first, but I'm not scared anymore. I can't be scared. Because he saw right through me, and he loved me. He loves me. I cannot fully comprehend it, but he loves us. And bitter taste that was staining my lips before was in a place where the promise of hope.
5: Wow. That's interesting. Uh, have you looked at the menu yet?
4: Um, a little bit.
3: You too. You're ready to order? It's Soul Food Saturday. I can tell you about our specials.
4: Um, you can order if you like. I'm, I'm not really hungry. I might want something to drink, though, in a few. Can I think about it?
5: Absolutely. Anything
2: for you,
4: sir?
5: You know, I'm good. Thank you for right now. I'll be back. You know, I was thinking about what you were saying earlier about uh, something missing. You know, I spent many years searching for some kind of happiness or fulfillment. Jesus.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Right? That's how you're going to work him into the conversation? (laughs) Look, I am so happy for you that, you know, your life started to turn around right around the time you started going to church. But, you know, it's just not for me, that whole church and, and God thing and, you know... I've, I've worked really hard to get where I am. And, and I'm a good person, you know. I, I don't steal. I don't cheat. I, I give to charity every year. But I'm just not ready to take on anything else in my life right now.
5: You see, that's a sweet thing about my life in Christ, though. I didn't have to take anything on. He took me on. I mean, it wasn't by anything that I did. I, I, you know, any price that I could pay. He did it all. Uh, you know, for a long time, I... Just was wondering about everything. You know, I read books. I dabbled in different religions. And the whole time I was trying to find the God inside of me. And it really left me with more questions than answers. But, you know, I wanted something more. I needed something more. And that more was Christ, is Christ.
4: I mean, I didn't mean to offend you. I mean, I know your beliefs are strong. and, And I really, really respect it. I mean, hello, I'm open to everything, you know, whatever the religion but none of them just make me want to talk about it the way you seem to always want to talk about yours you know it's it's just kind of it's so personal with you
5: well you know i i I tried so many different things you know from dianetics to buddhism hinduism i even researched our family roots to try to figure out what our great great grandparents believed i don't have to tell you how confusing and unfulfilling that was but eventually i just gave up i said maybe this is it you know, today and all of our yesterdays, and uh, forget about tomorrow, much less a tomorrow that brought some sort of happiness or fulfillment. And I ended up doing what too many do, kind of like what you were saying. You know, I, I'm a good person, Now I do good things. I don't really hurt people, or I don't do cool things to small animals, maybe some of the large ones. But uh, but I thought, you know, all of my good deeds would get me into heaven, or at least keep me out of hell.
2: Okay, Cafe patrons, uh, really quick with the owner of the vehicle license plate, HGB, that's my card, never mind. Um, we got uh, a double whammy coming up, so uh, please pay attention. We got Danielle coming up, and later on we'll have Edgar, and it's going to be really good stuff, so enjoy.
6: I look to you
0: Wretched man that I am, I feel I succeed only to fall again. Pursue perfection only to sin again. This lifestyle of ups and downs is not me. I run from the struggle, but the struggle is pursuing me. This sin nature has a grip on me when all I want is to be free. O oh, wretched man that I am, I seek to overcome temptation with no victory. Breaking every commandment found in Exodus 20. You shall have no other gods before me. It's hard when all you seek is riches and money. Honor your father and mother. It's something I think I do. Though they know nothing of the sinning I choose to do. Let me continue. You shall not commit adultery. Ha! Easy. Although though I'm not doing the action, do I find myself staring and nodding in satisfaction? You shall not give false witness, you know, gossip and lies, spreading people's business. Oh, wretched man that I am, why can't I just do right? It seems so difficult, even though I try with all my might. I continue to fall into this sinful darkness, even though I see the light. But I know, one day, this little light will shine bright. Oh, wretched man that I am. But still, I continue to fall again. Pursue perfection only to sin again. This lifestyle of ups and downs is not me. I run from this struggle, but this struggle is pursuing me. This sin nature has a grip on me when all I want is to be free.
5: You sure you don't uh, want anything? What? Hey, you okay?
4: Oh. Yeah. I mean, <gasps> excuse me. I think I'm just really tired. <laughs> uh, you know, sometimes I think I'm a slave to my job, and I keep telling myself to slow down and ease up, but I guess it's just the price of getting ahead, right?
5: Mm. that's interesting you talk about being tired and stuff like that you remember that company I used to work for all those years ago Mm -hmm. well I didn't exactly leave there on the best of terms actually it's pretty much by the grace of God that I walked out of there without handcuffs on
7: What? what
4: what are you talking about I mean, I know it took a while for your business to get off the ground, but I don't think there's anything you touch that doesn't turn to gold. I mean, ever since we were kids, you've just been an amazing, nice, honest guy. I mean, I don't, I don't understand the handcuffs.
5: Well, about five years ago, this amazingly nice guy did some not so nice things.
4: Well, what happened?
5: Well, in a word, gambling. You know, I was tired after work too, so it kind of started off as a way to unwind, you know, $20 here, $50 there. And before I knew it, I owed some not-so-nice people a lot of money. And to make a really long story short, uh, I tried to sell some information vital to our company, to our competitors. I got caught before anything happened, so I was lucky enough just to get fired.
4: I, I always thought that you left because you wanted to start your own business.
5: Funny how one moment of a little white lie turns into years of an unbelievable life. Starting my own business was all I could do. No one would hire me after that. It was actually over a year before I even signed my own client. I lost so much. I lost, we lost our home. We lost our savings. I thought for sure Deb was going to leave me. but God is good. and He gave me a great wife.
8: How?
4: How was she okay with
5: this? (sighs) She was not. Oh, man. She was not. We went through some really tough times. And uh, just as our picture-perfect life was falling apart due to my decisions, one of her old college roommates, Liz, uh, started coming by the house, and they would just sit in the den for hours and hours and just talk. I thought for sure Liz was telling Deb to leave me.
4: What did you say to her? I mean... Did you say anything, or were you too embarrassed?
5: (laughs) Embarrassed. Oh, if only shame would have taken over, I could have avoided so much. Now, I wasn't embarrassed. I wasn't ashamed. I was proud, (laughs) very proud. I I would walk by the den and just kind of glare at Liz, like almost as if I was daring her to help Deb pack her bags. In my mind, I was all Deb needed. No matter all the things that I had done, all the dumb mistakes I made, I was convinced that I was the only thing in the world that she lived for.
4: So, if she wasn't trying to convince her to leave you, what were they talking about?
5: Well, turns out they weren't really talking. Well, not to each other anywhere. They were praying for me. More specifically, that God would break me.
4: Wait, that I don't get. I mean, you just lost your job and your home and... (laughs) And everything. I mean, weren't you already broken? What else was there?
5: Me. Me and all of my pride. You see, even with all the things that I had done, and even though I was lost my home and was so close to losing my wife and being left all alone, I wasn't embarrassed. I wasn't ashamed. I wasn't even sorry. I, I was proud. I was the worst kind of failure. The kind that was just too proud to admit that I had even failed.
2: Guys, I hope you're enjoying uh, the evening so far. I, I'm very excited for our next uh, our next guest. Do uh, you guys know the Grammy Award-winning Jars of Clay? Well, she's a really big fan of them too. Um, <laughs> Hannah actually is very talented, so please welcome her. She comes up. By the time she's done, you'll be asking Jars of Clay who. So, welcome Hannah. <laughs>
5: That was so much better than the Christmas carols we used to sing. Oh,
4: my gosh. <laughs> hey, speaking of, do you remember how exciting this time of year was for us when we were little? I mean, I get excited for Christopher now, but I don't know. It just doesn't seem to have the same effect.
5: Yeah, I do. I, I do remember those times when we were little. and uh, You know, you could smell the turkey and <laughs> ham and cookies and cake. Maybe even some Twinkies. (laughs) And the gifts. Oh, who could forget that staff stuck gifts in front of the tree. Man, those were good times.
4: Yeah, they were. But, I don't know. Now it just seems like it's all about the hustle and the bustle and the latest iPod or Guitar Hero and whatever the advertisers say it's going to be about. (laughs) It's kind of sad, you know, when you think about it.
5: Well... What do you think is missing? I
4: don't know. I mean, maybe it's all those things you just brought up. But maybe not. I mean, I can do a stack of gifts in front of the tree, and I can cook or cater if I don't <laughs> want to cook. And, you know, this year we have all of us together, you and Deb, and, and me and Christopher. And, but it's not it. It's the feeling, you know, like like, like the feeling is gone. Doesn't it feel that way to you? It used to. It used to. Oh, my gosh, how you shake it. I mean, I spend every day trying to please everybody and do it all, you know. I mean, that's ridiculous. That never happens. And especially this time of year, you know, I, I have to keep up this facade for my son and Tell him that if he works really hard, then he too can have this great life. And yet, at the same time, I just feel overwhelmed that he might one day look at me and ask me, What's it all about, Mom? Hmm. And how how disappointed will he be in me when he realizes I don't have any answers for him?
5: No, for a long time I felt that way. About everything—Christmas, work, family, marriage, life—it it all just felt so hopeless.
4: Yeah, that's exactly it. it. It it feels hopeless, and you know, even just just sitting here, I'm I'm starting to realize, and and I'm embarrassed to admit it, but I think I started to feel this way right around the time that Christopher was born. I mean, I thought that having him was just going to change my world, and it, and it did, in, in a good way, but just just not the way I thought, you know? And you know, I wasn't surprised when his dad didn't want anything to do with us, but man, I was so excited when I found out I was going to have a boy. and. And this is a little hard to admit. I can't believe what to say I mean, he is the best little boy in the world, and he is my life, and I love him. But sometimes I just wonder if having him was really best for me.
5: You don't have to be embarrassed by that. And you know what? I'm, I'm honored that you're willing to share that with me. But I want you to hear me, and I want you to understand me. Christopher is a gift, he's an amazing gift, and you may not understand it right now, but he's a branch, one of many branches that can lead to hope.
9: low-class things to see that bed. So I am still in awe when I think of that night we kept watching near Bethlehem. Why God chose to reveal His good news was astounding. It was the most frightening, terrifying, glorious thing I've ever seen. Here we were, all struggling to stay awake, when all of a sudden the entire field lit up.
10: It was an angel. An angel appeared in our field that night, and God's glory blazed around us. He explained that the Messiah, our Savior, had been born. Yes, the Messiah, the one who had been, the one who had been spoken of through the prophets. Do not be afraid. Here's
6: something great and beautiful message for everybody worldwide. A savior has just born a a Savior has told Messiah and Majesty. There's a special story about a baby wrapped in a gift
9: lying Then, just as the angel finished speaking. Suddenly, a huge crowd of angels joined him, and they praised God. He noticed he saying, Glory to God in and all men and
6: women
10: on earth. That was a sight that words cannot express adequately, but really it pales in comparison to the sight we are about to see. As soon as the angels withdrew into heaven, we were off. Oh, we wanted to see the smile. We wanted to see the Messiah, this, this child.
9: It was hard to imagine the Christ, the Messiah, the Son of God as a baby. But when we got there, it was him, no, no doubt. There he was, just as the angel had said. There was nothing special about him, per se. No sparkling in his eye or magic glow around around him. He lied there between his young parents and that fever drop. Such a humble sight. Why would God send his son? his only son to be born in a stable
10: why would God send him at all for us for me I'm I'm no one of great value and prestige I'm just a shepherd an ordinary hard working shepherd and he's chosen me to be a witness he's chosen us
8: Silent night, holy night, all is calm, all is bright. All can't be calm, for God so loved the world, and the prophetic timer he set has rung. Because the warning to the serpent, it wasn't the first fist flung. Oh, this dawn of redeeming grace, we should have known was going to come. Because the one promised to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob foretold of a mighty nation and of a war but also of a victory one out of the tribe of Judea will rise up a rod from the stem of Jesse and a branch of righteousness from the house of David is what was sung. It's this divine time the Lord set in motion so long ago that's come. Hung is a star shining so bright and shepherds quaking in the field at night. There are armies of angels, armies of angels with heavenly hosts for the most. Mary had her baby, and with that, the glory, God himself, marked the beginning of this love story. For God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son to come, not because he needs us, but because we need him.
6: Can you imagine that? That's what he said. An angel. A messenger from God. Just a short while. I was. I think I was making great fun. When all of a sudden he appeared, he was the most beautiful creature I've ever seen. If he hadn't told me,
3: That I was really sorry. I just wish I could take it all back.
6: Nobody no spilled milk, you. Just get over of it. This it is
3: what it is. I, for once, have never been more scared. Oh God, please have mercy on us. You're a fool. Apparently yes. I'll say a little more than hot and bothered. Crucifixion, cross, death. I'm not sure that's registering. It's not the good things that you've done. It's our sinfulness that's got us in this spot we're in right now. I think
6: I might something. That maybe go someone else being crucified.
3: Who? And what does that have to do with anything? Well, I I guess that'll work out real well for
6: us.
3: (laughs) Well, it's going to take a little more than that. If it's truly the Christ that's being crucified with us tomorrow, the day is going to be even more tragic. I've heard nothing but amazing things about Jesus. How we talked about love? I pray he is who they say he is. I pray he is the Messiah. Oh God, have mercy on us. It sounds like the soldiers are coming. It's too late. The end is coming. Our wrong choices have sealed our faith.
11: Crucify him! Crucify him! Could a day get darker than this? Even though the sun shone brightly, could our hearts be harder than this? It's like I'm witnessing the scene, but should I intervene? I thought I was stronger than this. Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate paraded my Lord Jesus Christ to the passion, irrationally taking action under the pressure of the masses. The Pharisees and the high priests were seeking satisfaction. But I internalized my reaction. I thought I was stronger than this. Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate took Jesus and he flogged him. Gave him a crown of thorns and purple robe just to mock him. Hail the king of the Jews! They spewed as they clocked him. I didn't even try to stop him. I thought I was stronger than this. Crucify him! Crucify him! But Pilate caved in. He gave in to their demands. He gave the Son of Man into their depraved hands. After they whipped him and kicked him, inflicted such wicked tactics, I just watched and I thought I was stronger than this. Crucify him! Crucify him! They dragged him away as if he were a serial killing, drug dealing, child molesting, scum of the earth, whose worthless birth cursed humanity. Is this insanity? They used every ounce of profanity to berate him. Why do they hate him? Why can't I save him? I thought I was stronger than this. Crucify him! Crucify him! He bore his own cross to the place of the skull. And this was the worst act of humanity since the first sin in the original fall. From the Garden of Eden to Gethsemane to Golgotha on a cross, was all hope lost? I thought it was stronger than this. Crucify him! Crucify him! Two spikes ripped through the skin of the wrist and one through the feet to stick him to the tree that was stained with the blood that dripped for you and for me. He struggled to breathe My mind can't conceive how he grieved with the transgression, the depression, as God's wrath was relieved. Crucify him! Crucify him! They wanted to kill him and see his blood spilling with agony. Evil infested, all that invested in this like meats filled with maggots. Crucify him! Crucify him! He's dying. Why won't they stop this? God save him! He's thirsty. I'm so sorry for my sin. Crucify him! Crucify him! His heart rate is slowly stopping. Blood, sweat, and tears are dropping. Crucify him! Crucify him! Abandoned by not only man,
12: but by God.
11: I'll never understand the depth of his sobbing. Crucify him! Crucify him! The cup of wrath was nearly empty, but not diminished. Crucify him! Crucify him! It is finished. He bowed his head and gave up his spirit. The world seemed chaotic. Had God lost all control? What a psychotic afternoon that turned so dark and so cold. Like a sacrificial lamb, he died that I might not be damned. Truly, he was the great I am. Now I know that I'm not stronger than this. My strength comes from the Spirit of God indwelling within me, for the sin that would kill me no longer has the sting of death. Now because of Christ's death, I live in His strength.
4: Who's that waiter? I kind of feel like I might be getting hungry.
3: Ah... <sighs> What can I get for you two?
4: Um, you know, um, can you just bring me today's special?
1: Absolutely. One heaven-bound ham hocks, miraculous mac and cheese, and a side order of our cure-all cornbread coming up. Anything for you, sir?
5: Mm, no, thank you. All
2: right.
5: <laughs> Weird. Yeah. Do you remember uh, that woman Liz I spoke of, Deb's roommate? Yeah. Well... She was the one that told me that I had sad eyes. It was weird because she could see right through all my stubbornness, all my pride, and most of all, she could see past all my failures, and she saw my real pain. She saw the the sadness that I had, and most of all, she saw the hopelessness. And she knew the answer that would bring me back to so much more than that nice, honest guy you grew up with. It required so much more. It went so much deeper than just changing the look in my eye or the tone of my voice or just my character. She knew what could change me from the inside out, from my soul and my spirit. She knew the answer to my salvation. Jesus, right? Right, and He is my way, my truth. He's my life, and the side perk to it all is... He restored my hope. There was nothing I could do to gain it, no price I could pay to buy it, and not one of my influential business partners could get me on that list in heaven.
4: I still don't really understand how or why.
5: How? Through the greatest Christmas gift ever, by coming to earth, being born as a human, as an innocent, beautiful little baby and living a perfect godly life and then sacrificing it all for me and for you but why? for love he did it for love for that I'll never leave you that unconditional I want to spend eternity with you love it's, it's not all about today and all of our yes, yesterdays all of our imperfect yesterdays as they were He came to give us hope. It's all about Him. And He is love. And that love is the greatest Christmas gift of all.
12: Resurrection, resurrection, I say. He is risen, he who was and is and is to come. An empty tomb is the start of the story, filled with the greatness of God's glory. Resurrection, resurrection, I say. What I was, what I did. Depleted, defeated. Less than nothing. Ah, resurrection. His perfect life, lived in our name, can be our only claim. Looking for the living amongst the dead. (laughs) Ye must be born again, he said, so he was, so he is, and will always be. I go to prepare a place for thee, so he will, so he is, and forever be. Jesus, Yeshua Mashiach. Branch of Jesse, Lion of Judah, Son of Man, Son of God, yes, Jesus. No name contains Him, no tomb could hold Him. For all who believe receive a new birth and life. All death is consumed with His death, and all life is perfected by His resurrection, resurrection, I scream. The lie was told. The bite was taken. The heel is bruised. The head is crushed. Hallelujah, resurrection I cry.
6: To save me. and it proved to be bitter.
7: Like a splinter. like a light fixture. All of Scripture points to this Christmas child. To say, this is a nice story, is just too mild. You see, from Genesis to Revelation, creation lived in anticipation of this deliverer who would do what man could not do on his own. Instead, God offered us loan, allowing his own son to groan on our behalf. When he took our place, that was God's grace. Thanks be to Christ who chose to embrace what we deserve, Look, I know it's absurd, but all you've heard this evening is true. Yes, God cares that much for you. Christmas should remind us that God desires our fellowship and made a way for us to have a right relationship with him.
6: let us adore, adore him Oh come. Come, all faithful come and celebrate the one who comes and to the dumb. feeling yeah, to, to the, the numb. Dumb joy when it's done
7: reality is many do not choose this love even though it fits the hole in their heart like a glove year after year people live without getting what Christmas is all about and yet Jesus is without a doubt worthy of our praise and adoration he took away our condemnation
6: Into peace, put, that put that
7: at ease,
6: ease. But, not but not easily done. God worked the miracle that day on the cross of the son He was born in a manger, grew with the stature favor, lived as a teenager, as a man, he had convictions from then he didn't waver, but he was betrayed about the strength. And he Peter's anger put his life in danger. He would hang on the cross as a Savior, and like, lives
7: like lives. a treasure. But after
6: three days, He would raise from the grave to our pleasure, and our fraternal hope without measure, and a relationship with him that ne- was left to sever. sever. Died on my behalf, took away my sin and shame. I can live life from you. We're called by His name, saying, Jesus.
7: I'm, I'm trusting, trusting in you.
6: Christmas. Not so. Good Friday, bought it all.
7: Tonight, we declare it all. We
6: pray that you won't dismiss this. We define it with words when we say,
7: Merry Christmas. Good night.